Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, this good night, we are going to discuss symptoms of mental illness. Now, you may be asking yourself, am I mentally ill? Do I have depression? Do I have anxiety? Do I have PTSD? Do I have, well, listen, I'm going to tell you symptoms. You may have something going on that you could be treating that could make your life a whole lot better. And if you are wondering, or if you know someone that may be struggling with mental illness or could possibly be struggling with mental illness, just share this episode and this podcast with them. Before I get right into it, I want to discuss what's been happening the past week and a half. I apologize for being late on the episode. I know I deliver weekly. The Patreon hasn't come out yet. I apologize. I've just been busy with the holidays, busy working, busy sleeping, busy keeping myself healthy. And before I go into it, your mental health is very important. It's just as important as your heart health, your lung health, your brain, like it's like your anything that's tangible. It's just as important. I want to emphasize that. So you ignoring mental illness can only make it worse and, and it, it'll get worse if you ignore it. Um, that has been my experience and we're going to talk about that. A lot of symptoms could be combined to form one illness. That's why there's a lot of like misdiagnose, misdiagnosing some, a lot of the times, especially with bipolar people, because we, but as bipolar people, we hold a lot of symptoms. It's mania, it's depression, it's lethal, it's a whole mess of symptoms. And you could write, as we go through this episode, you could write down some symptoms that you may have or are experiencing. And you could find who, you could find, if you have state health insurance, you can find who the state sponsors for psychiatry treatment psychiatric treatment or you could find out who your insurance is covered under so these are possible signs that i'm going to go in depth i am not a medical professional i'm just someone with mental illness that experiences a lot of these symptoms and have seen these symptoms in other people and i just want to go in depth because you may be suffering from one or more of these symptoms And it's time for you to make that choice, that decision, that very scary decision to go see someone, to go get help. Okay. The first sign is that you just feel like something is off. You can't, like, you just don't know what it is. This is how, like, people sometimes can, like... Okay, there's this thing called akathasia I want to talk about. This kind of explains suicide. Trigger warning, we're going to talk about suicide. Many things contribute to suicide. One-off events, depression, mental illness. But there's something, a symptom of mental illness called akathasia. It's this feeling of wanting to be out of your body. It's this intense feeling of just wanting to end it all. It's very strange. I've experienced it. One day, I said my goodbyes to my best friend, and I attempted suicide. 
I was 14 and I swallowed all of my antidepressant pills and I ended up having to, well, I thankfully I didn't go to the hospital, but I was throwing up all night to get rid of the pills in my stomach. Um, and I did a bunch of research and I experienced akathasia. So if you feel like you just want to get out of your body or if you feel like you want to end it all or if you feel suicidal, there may be something mentally going on that has nothing to do with your life, has nothing to do with your character. It it it's a, it could possibly be a mental illness or a symptom of medication, which is a mental illness. The next thing I want to explain as a possible sign of mental illness is paranoia. And paranoia comes in all types of forms. You could be constantly checking the time. You could feel like someone is going to be mad at you all the time. You have this feeling that whoever you're dealing with is going to be upset with you if you don't do X, Y, Z properly. Um, When you're driving, feeling like people are following you, like you're dodging police or you're dodging certain things. Um, feeling like someone or something is impending and you can't, and the, the closer it gets, the more anxiety you feel. That's paranoia. Paranoia is just feeling that something is going to happen if you do, or if you don't do something that's paranoia. And that's something that can drive you crazy and paranoia is a co is a co symptom for a lot of things: depression, bipolar disorder, post traumatic stress disorder. Those are the big three that I'm gonna touch on because I have experience with them. Um, let's change this song. It's not it's not with the times. Here we go. Um, The next symptom is a symptom of schizophrenia. I do not have schizophrenia, but I have been researching schizophrenia and looking at like TikToks of people who deal with schizophrenia. And it's very similar to bipolar disorder, except that there are no manias as far as I'm concerned, and they hear voices. If you hear voices, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Get help. Get help. If you if you can't decipher your own voice from like your consciousness from like something that is an outsider, like you don't know where that's coming from, read read on it before you go to the doctor. It could just be your consciousness. I know sometimes it's hard for us to tell or a lot of us have a really, really keen imagination and like can make voices in our heads. That's different. That's different than schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is when you have an agent, they call it an outside voice come into your mind and say something. That is terrifying, but it's treatable. 
I want to emphasize that mental health, you guys, it's treatable. <laughs> it's not like, okay, there is no cure. I will give you that. I will, I will give you that. There is no cure for mental health. There's no cure for mental illness. None of them. But I promise, like the medicine I'm taking helps me go to sleep. And me sleeping helps me not go crazy. Because when I'm staying up all night, every night, that brings me into a mania. And that's the next symptom that I want to talk about. It has to do with bipolar people. Is a mania. A mania could involve depression, psychosis. I'll talk about that after this. Paranoia, anxiety. I mean, intense anxiety, stress. All of that combined, and you're just walking around with no sleep for days on end. And you have all this energy, and you feel like you're absolutely fine. You feel like you're on top of the world, but you're reckless. You're absolutely reckless. And like you leave a mess. Your job, your family, like you leave a mess wherever you go. You just wreck everything, every relationship, like every opportunity. You just fuck it up because you're in a mania. The longer you stay in mania, the more dangerous it is. And a lot of times, this is just not for people with bipolar disorder. This is just people who have mental illness. A lot of times we self treat our illnesses with drugs and how does that make any sense right well instead of getting help or instead of taking the help offered we rather self-medicate with things like opiates um stimulants even like cigarettes and coffee we could abuse those things in order to make our stress levels appear to be lower. These are just temporary fixes for our symptoms. And they don't last. And they are often dangerous and expensive. I'm changing the song too. Ski. You know, let me just take a pause and say thank you for listening to the Manic Candace podcast. I really appreciate it. Please share this episode with your friends, family, and your followers. I want to discuss, like, my last few manias. They were really, really bad. Um, I think it's important to provide some insight into bipolar disorder a little always um, because that's the title of this podcast is the Manic Candace podcast. Mania, Manic comes from the word mania. And who I am in a mania, it does not represent who I am healthy, who I am sober, who I am on my medicine. And I used to think taking medicine changed me. No, taking medicine makes you back to who you are supposed to be because your mental illness changes you. That's what changes you is your mental illness. That is the mechanism that is keeping you from being who you truly are, not the treatment. And I think that's something that I wish someone told me at 24 when I first got diagnosed. Because from 24 to 28, it was a fight between... I don't want to be bipolar. Well, guess what? 
I'm going to tell you the harsh reality, you guys. If you got something, you got it for life. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that you got it for life. If you find out you got severe depression disorder, if you find out you got PTSD, if you find out you have anxiety or general anxiety disorder and depression disorder, if you have bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, you've got it for life. So why not take the rails now and take control over the mental illness before it controls you and gets even worse? If you don't treat this, it gets worse. Pain is an illusion. I'm being so serious about this, by the way. Um, I will admit that I self-medicate through marijuana. And that's why I want to quit. Um, because how much better... Well, first of all, I don't believe that drugs, like street drugs, and your mental health medication, I don't believe mixing those is a good idea at all. You got to choose one. And I say choose the healthy option and choose your mental health medication if you become diagnosed because nine times out of ten if you get diagnosed you're going home with a prescription and if you want to try the holistic approach i mean good luck good luck if you want to try the new age holistic approach of thinking positive you can't think and manifest your way out of a mental illness okay I'm going to be 100% straight up with you. You cannot 369 manifest, you know, tarot card, what's my Mercury retrograde. You can't do that out of a mental illness. You got mental illness. And that's something that I tried to do. Like I, and I'm, I'm saying it from experience, you guys. I tried to, be, to think my way out of a bad day. I, a bad week, a bad month, a bad year. I tried to do things that would bring me luck. I tried to do things that will, like I, I tried to pray it away. Not going to work. This is biological. This is pharmaceutical. It's bi- It's medical. It needs to be treated and ad- uh, approached as such. If you get in a car accident, are you just going to s- fucking sit there and you're injured? Are you just going to fucking sit there? Someone stabs you in the back for real. You're just going to sit there, stand there. Or are you not going to go to the emergency room and say, get this knife out of me Say or say, help me, I'm injured. I was just in a car accident. Imagine if your mind could bleed. Imagine if your mind could bleed or if your mind could swell or if, you're, if, you're, if your mind could get inf- inflamed, irritated, visibly. What would you do? You would take your medicine. On time. So it would prevent that from happening. I'm preaching to the choir. 
please, you guys, if you feel that you are struggling, if you like, if your days at work are just fucking horrible, and your job's not even that bad, but like you are yawning, you are requesting the last two hours of the day off just for your mental health, you're taking days off just so you can just do nothing. You guys got to recognize the signs of, hey, I'm not okay. And that's okay not to be okay. I want you to know that. It's okay not to be okay all the time, right? Isn't that what Taylor Swift said? It's okay not to be okay. (sighs) A little break from the mental health talk. I... need to go work out more (sighs) can we talk about it nothing's wrong like i'm not fat anymore i'm not fucking fat anymore i just now i need to realize i need to stay the weight i'm at and the hardest thing about losing weight is staying at the weight that you're at when you lost weight and i'm just like fuck cash money cash yeah I don't know what he's saying. Okay, I could do Young Thug's ad libs for him if he just pays me. I'll take 150 grand. I'll take 150 thou, 150 thou, 150. Yeah, Cardia, Cardia, the Cardia of the watch, Cardia, the Cardia of the thought, Cardia, the Cardia of the thought, Prince of the Cardia, yeah. I love Young Thug. Free Young Thug. Free Jeffrey Lamar Williams. I hope the judge is listening. And then word on the street. Word, okay, can we talk about? Can we? Can we? Oh my God. Hold on. Can we talk about P. Diddy? Oh my god, you guys. Okay, okay, so for those of you who don't know, there is this old rapper, um, record label executive named Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, but he now goes by Brother Love or just Love. Um, his ex-girlfriend Cassie, you may know that song. And then she goes, it's me and you now. I've been waiting. Think I want to make the move now. Okay, yeah, Cassie. She came out with a lawsuit alleging all of this horrible abuse, horrible sexual abuse, rape, sexual trafficking, like all, all like beating, all that type of stuff. 
And in 24 hours, he settled with the, what he settled. She asked for about 31 million. He settled. And then now a girl from back in her, when she was 17 is, is alleging that she came out with a lawsuit alleging that Diddy date raped her. And then people who used to roll with him and his old artists and his record label are now accusing him of horrible things. Drugging women, getting women drunk, raping women. And the the latest thing is that the Christian pastor, the big mega church pastor T.D. Jakes is a power bottom, meaning he takes it in the ass from Diddy. This is just so shocking and sick to me. That's right. He's going to pound town. I just. I just. I just knew there was something dirty in the water when it came to Diddy. And I. I, I'm not going to spend too much time on Diddy, but like, I just find it appalling. Absolutely appalling. I just wanted to address it. 100 candles burning. Her salty sweat drips from her dress. Her lips move, but I can't hear what they say. Slaying. They say the beast inside of me is gonna get ya, get ya, get ya. <laughs> um. Let's resume with the symptoms. One symptom that I just exhibited was dissociative, dis- dissociation. I don't even know how to say it. When you are dissociating, you are like focus, hyper-focusing on something that is not what you're supposed to be focused. Like you're, you're triggered to focus on something else other than what's at hand. Because what's at hand is so triggering or like a lot of people experience abuse, right? And as a symptom of abuse, they disassociate. A lot of PTSD comes from traumatic events. Or I mean, that's what it comes from. It's a traumatic event. Uh, I had a traumatic event when I was six. And I've been dissociating since I was six. And part of dissociating is um, daydreaming. Have you ever just like, were just staring, but you were staring at nothing. It was all in your head. Um, imagining fake scenarios. Um, that's what, that's what dissociating is. And it's unhealthy. I've imagined a million different ways of me and Villavalo being together, but it'll never happen. I've imagined a million ways... That I will become rich and famous. I don't know if that will ever happen. I've imagined all kinds of ways. And it all came from dissociating. So it's just like, how much of my brain power have I used on dissociating? A lot. And that could have been used towards being productive, taking care of myself, putting on like putting eyes on different projects you miss out on your life when you don't treat your mental illness. 
And the next mental illness I, symptom that I want to highlight is mood swings. Now, mood swings, when you are the person that has them, it's hard to detect. Like, lately I haven't been in the mood to work, but like, who, who, whoever is, right? But like, this is different. Like, I want to, I wanted to call out. I wanted to not have money because I was so just done. And, and it's not like no one did anything to me. It's not like work was super busy or else. Not like I was sick. It's not like I had like a mental health issue. I was just done. Like in my head, I was like, I'm done. I'm done for today. Like I'm done. And then next thing you know, I could be in the mood for art. Like I haven't been in the mood to make art. I haven't been in the mood for podcasts. I haven't been in the mood. And then like you have to work against like, your mood going from one thing to another thing and like that's what being bipolar is all about is like you're so excited you're so excited you're so excited and then you abandon projects and then you never revisit them and then you feel bad another symptom of weight uh i'm sorry symptom of mental illness is unexplained or excessive weight loss or weight gain what do I mean by that? Sometimes when you get depressed, like when I had, when I broke up with my boyfriend, I got a, like situational depression. I lost a bunch of weight. I lost like 20 pounds without even trying. Um, so that was unexpected and excessive because in a short amount of time, I lost 20 pounds from that relationship, from being depressed from the ending of that relationship. Oh, by the way, me and Daniel, we reconciled. He listened to that podcast episode called He Was 19. I felt so embarrassed, but it was about him. He listened to it. And then he was like, we can be a little closer of friends, but I'm not going to put a ring on your finger. And I'm just like, ah! Fair, that's fair, that's fair. That's fair. He accepts me in my podcast, guys. I think that is so fucking cute. You know how many guys? You know how many guys my age? You know how many fucking guys my age in the United States of America are just so turned off that I have a podcast? Like, they're just like, you know what it is? They want a podcast. They wish they had one. You know, it's always the motherfucker with no podcast talking shit about me and my podcast. Always the motherfucker with no podcast talking shit about me and mine and what I got going on. You guys, guess what? We reached 10,000 downloads on the Manic Anics podcast. I can't believe I didn't tell you 27 minutes ago. I, I can't believe, yes, yes, we did it, we did it, we did it, I can, I can believe it, because it's right in front of me, it's right in front of me, and I, I just, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, because if it wasn't for all of you 
listening, sharing, and coming back. Oh, I would not be here. I wouldn't be all over the world. I wouldn't be on the charts. I would not be anywhere. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for making my wildest dreams come true. And the next goal is 25K. But we're going to hit 15 and 20 on the way, and I will announce that. But the goal is 25K. 25,000 times. But, like, let's just... 10,000 times? 10,000 times I was downloaded and listened to across the internet. Across this piece, the cellular network. Across the internet. Anymore! Nothing seems to satisfy and I said, I don't want it. I just need it to breathe, to feel, to know I'm alive. Okay. Tool is coming to concert in next year. <sighs> you guys. I really hope that if you are struggling mentally with your thoughts, with your feelings, with your actions, like, my sincerest hope for you is to just disarm disarm yourself and go get help. Because there are medications out there, and they're specifically formulated, and they've been tested for years, and to... For like, like my medicine puts my mania at bay and it keeps it there locked in a box. But as soon as I stop taking my medicine, that mania comes out that box and it's only a matter of time before I spaz the fuck out on some someone. This is Candace with the Manic Candace podcast, your girl. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. I bid you adieu. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.